It's so interesting to see the pictures and from different times, different years. Even, <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Now when I talk about it, you're the one that brought it up. <clears throat> so, yes, um, I've got this little slideshow that's going to be oh, running look for... Look how young the boys are. Uh -huh. <laughs> this is nice. going to be running for the last couple, the last sessions that we have. It's every picture I've ever posted, mm -hmm. as well as I more or less at random pulled up video of every session we've ever had and took one screenshot from each one to put them in a slideshow here. Um, there's a couple of interesting ones, um, but for the most part, they're just random. Mm -hmm. So, um, let's see. So, if everybody is there, um, go ahead and click on the Session 19 link, <coughs> August 30th, 2020. <clears throat> and... Um, we begin with some updates, corrections, and retcons, and I figured you guys could take care of those yourself one at a time. So, somebody uh, read the first one. This <clears throat> session will begin at the end of the first jump week, so everyone's character sheets have been modified so that you are all now wearing your uniform and carrying only what you were on Brindle. Any questions or clarifications on that? No? Mm -hmm. Okay. Somebody take the next one. During jump week to Brindle, you would have had plenty of time to sort and stow all your stuff. You would have put the Dulos weapons with the others, and the Dulos ammo mounts in your inventories are now meaningless, so should be removed. Everyone does have a locker in the bunkhouse, but it surely doesn't have a lot of room. Perhaps some things were ditched during jump week to Brindle. So, I don't know if I reset all your ammo counts, but you should go look that, um, yes, your Dulos weapons are not going to be listed as your possessions, um, and you should not have an ammo count on any of them. All right, um, who's got the next list item? Uh, <clears throat> nobody checked Jack's computer for new messages when you exit jump at Brindle. If you look, there are some interesting messages that were waiting for you last session. <clears throat> this one, <clears throat> this message obviously <clears throat> told us that Summary was going to take charge. Yeah, well, doesn't, he even, doesn't it even have his name? Yeah, he, okay. Captain Hewlett's aboard at Brindle with new instructions. Yep. <clears throat> okay, so if everybody got all that. Mm -hmm. yep. Next item. Actually, I forgot to start the timer. And we have a new timer running on here that's going to have a, a dip here. I, can, I think I can make the sound here. Listen to this. When you hear this sound, you may turn the page. <laughs> yeah, they didn't grow up on those books, so they didn't get that joke. Uh -oh. uh, now I can't make it stop. There we go. So that's our new bio break sound. All right, was there more? Um, or is it time for the recap question? No, Veronix's lab resources ah. alts are now linked on the main Dulos Court page. Yes. I told you on the last session that I would uh, move it someplace more accessible to everyone. 
And then, yes, we have recap questions. All right. We're headed home. Yeah. Well, not really our home, <laughs> potentially. We don't really know, I guess. But Who's got the next one? <clears throat> what did Hewitt say will happen to you when you arrive? We're going to be reassigned. And possibly have our memories wiped. Yeah. Nice, nice. Where will this jump week end? Somewhere in between, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, somewhere in between. Yep. It won't be halfway, but yes, it will be uh, one jump away from Nellius. What is some things that are unusual about Hewlett? He doesn't have brain water or the earpiece. He has an earpiece. Oh, he wears well, the Well, he doesn't drink yeah. the... He doesn't drink brain water. And he's not contented. Mm-hmm. There's not, you know, huge answers here. This was just to get our heads back into it. Mm-hmm. What has Hewlett done to the ship? Um, he took over. Yeah, he took over. What are the specifics on that? Well, he... Um, he like all the commands and stuff. Also, I think he restricted some of oh, the things we do on our... Um, Stations, yeah, or like on the bridge. I'm pretty sure he didn't allow us to um, go some to do a different course. Yeah, it took over to our stations. Okay, yeah. So, um, what you will be definitely at least fully figure out over the week, over the jump week, is that he's basically it's called command control protocols, where you basically can't do anything at any console without having his authorization. Um, you can't even send comms uh, out. You can't really do much of anything without his authorization. Mm-hmm. What did Hewlett do to make Bardak release him? He um, made us so we can't see. Yeah, he made us not see or deaf. Or he made blind. you blind. Yeah. He blinded everybody. And how did he do that? He told the people in Brindle to do it. No, he used something to like. He used his com yeah, the com cuffs to make him blind. Which obviously sent a command to the other com cuffs or to the computer, the ship computer, or something like that. What did Hewlett say would be done with Poxo? I'm going to drop him off. Anybody remember more than that? I think he's Um, just an ordinary person. Well, Hewlett said that they would probably give him some hush money and a one-way ticket home and then send him off. So, with that recap out of the way, are we ready for story time? Mm-hmm. All right, now that link there, shared session notes, I thought you guys might want a central place where you can note everything rather than everybody having their own information locked away. I don't know if that's going to be practical. I don't know anything. Um, you can still take your own private notes on your character sheet. Um mm-hmm. But I thought maybe it would be useful to have a shared session notes. So here's that if you want to use it. One way or the other, if you click on a Hangout Questions, there's all the questions that you guys had for Hewlett. Mm-hmm. And you'll notice at the top, 
is a loop around link you can get back to shared session notes when you click that at the top of shared session notes is hangout questions and you can just sit there and do that all day so <clears throat> so yeah you guys uh, or the plan was we were going to have this uh 19th session and you were going to be getting some answers from hewlett during jump week well i have interesting news for a variety of reasons we've had to change that Jump week already happened. Okay. Jump week is already passed. You guys actually... Um, okay, just to be thorough, there we are. You just dropped out of your first week of jump space. You are part of the way to Nellius already. Now, you guys don't know what's happened during jump week, but that's okay. Because I do. I remember all of it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to fill you guys in. You're going to ask me questions. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give you the things that transpired over the last week. So, for example, what is the first Hangouts question? It doesn't have to be the first one. Somebody pick a question that they were looking forward to having the answer to. What is Dulos building everywhere? Yeah, you did get a chance to ask him about that. <clears throat> and it wasn't that he was being evasive. He just didn't seem to know about it. Now, um, if that was a question that was really important to you, you probably would have pressed him a little bit, huh? Is that the way you remember it? Is mm -hmm. that you tried pressing on him a bit? All right, well, why don't you give me a um, bear 2d6 roll, and we'll see if that pressing did much. Eleven. Eleven, yeah, okay. So you managed to get him to tell you the little shreds of stuff that he knew. Um, he seems to at least think, based on rumors, that it has something to do with communicating across vast distances of space. Like they're setting up some kind of huge um, communications network. But nobody really takes that idea seriously, because what would you even need something like that for? Um, yeah, um, let me just make sure. I know some things that he said were important enough that I took some notes. Um, so let's see if that's, uh, one of those things. Um, yeah, according to him, it's a rumor that it's a communications network, but using a technology that's never been tried before. Mm -hmm. And they believe that it's going to achieve near instant communication over vast distances that will give them a monopolizing edge with their competitors. I want to ask, what's the effect of brainwater? Oh, man. Yeah, I don't think you guys are going to have many more questions about brainwater because of this thing that happened one day. You know how Paxo has been in the habit of wearing Jex's uniform and even calling the morning meeting and that sort of thing, right? Okay, well, there's one morning that you guys get the wake-up call. Um, and when you go to the galley lounge, Poxo is there in Jex's uniform laying on the floor. And he's convulsing. What would someone have done in that moment? Uh, run over. Yeah, <laughs> <I, no>, right? <laughs> go lay him on his side. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, when you Wait go for over... the seizure to pass and then ask him... When you, 
Well, when you go over to lay him on his side, there is a little cup laying nearby. He drank too much brainwater. No, if... It is a brainwater cup. If... So the four of you went into the galley, and Poxo is laying there convulsing, and he's got a brainwater cup laying nearby him. They'd have to wait till he's done convulsing. Is there anything you could do that might give you some more information? You oh. Hewlett. Let's go look for him. I'm going to look for Hewlett. So you want to leave and go search for Hewlett? Yeah. Okay, well, you just happen to catch him as he's coming out of the fresher. He was obviously having a morning mist. And um, when you tell him that Poxo is convulsing, he goes in there to look for himself and sees him down there. And then, yeah, he kneels down where you're already kneeling down. And he picks up the brain cup, and uh, the brainwater cup. He says, you have got to be kidding me. And he runs out of the galley lounge. And you hear his footsteps. He's obviously heading for the, um, uh, for the bridge. He comes back a minute later. And he's got something. Actually, I didn't even think about this. It, it, it's bigger than this. It's kind of like a, a lipstick. Um, and he kneels down to Poxo and jams this thing in his nose and hits a button and it makes a hiss sound. And Poxo just like tenses up with his eyes closed and he's, his breath is just caught in his lungs. And all of a sudden, after a moment, he just starts to relax like this and he gets his eyes open and he looks and he says to you, Cabo, I think there's some bad energies on this ship. And he's sitting there, certainly not feeling well. Now, what just happened? What do you think you guys would have done or said when it happened? What is this stuff? That was uh, something you asked Hewlett, Hewlett I assume. Um, uh, he, yeah, I mean, he's evasive at first. Um, as you guys may recall, you had a hard time getting him to really talk about this, but, um, with the, with him down on the floor, a pathetic sight, and the four of you standing around glaring at him, you finally get out of him that it's basically an antidote for rainwater, that it completely disrupts its effect on your brain. Um, and he asks, um, has he drank this stuff before today? Not that I know of. I'm, I'm going to ask Poxo. Uh, Poxo can't understand you, as you might recall. I thought I had Poxo speak. Oh, you can try to... Okay, we can do a Poxo speak roll. What are you trying to get from him? Um, if he drink it before. Mm, how do you think you'd try to... I'm going to ask him if he used this cup. <laughs> you want to ask him if... Did he use the cup? Yeah, before. Alright, give me a Poxo speak roll. Oh. <laughs> I have six. Yeah, so he just kind of... But, but then suddenly he looks happy. He says, 
cup and looks at you. It's it's one of the words you were working on him with. So he's just happy that he got the English word for it, right? So how did we get used to brain water if this is what it does to a normal person? Well, um, during this conversation, uh, he did ask you, has he done it this done this before? And he obviously feels he has not done this. This is. I mean, what has Paxo been doing this whole time? He just does things that he sees you guys do, and today apparently he decided to drink the brain water, and this is the reaction that he had from drinking the same dose that you guys take every day. Mm -hmm. So how can we take it? What, what happened so that we... Uh, Where were you the first time you took brain water? No idea. For all you know, that did happen. Mm -hmm. Or for all you know, you started on a smaller dose. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to ask, who are we originally? Okay. Well, now that, that, we'll just go ahead and say that that took place on a, on a different day that you were talking to him. Um, are we supposed to be marking these off? That's up to you guys. If you want to mark them off to know that those are the ones that got answered, go for it. Um, so you try to, tried over the week to broach the subject with him of, of who you used to be. And his answer to you is, uh, nobody knows. Nobody knows who they were before. That information has been shredded, is what he says. Are we at least human? Um, let's see. I wonder if you would have been with him during that conversation. Fine. We'll say that you were with him when he was asking those things to you, like... And when you asked Hewlett, are you at least human, he says, why? What do you think you are, a cat? A warrigal? How many times have our brains been wiped? You know, I actually don't remember what he said about that. Um, oh, his answer was just a very, what are you talking about, once? I mean, it usually works the first try. Mm -hmm. So how long did you take brain water before you stopped? I actually don't know. That's one of the side effects of taking it. Once you stop taking it, you forget that you ever took it. The only reason I know I took it is because everybody does, so I must have. But mm -hmm. I don't know how long ago that was or how long I was on it. Is there any way to recover our memories? No, they've been deleted. Shift deleted. Okay. I'm gonna ask, um, why why does everyone why does everyone act weird when they see us? Um, well, um, I've been acting pretty weird since I saw you myself. Could be uh, you've got a bit of a reputation with people, or you come across a certain way. What did the identifier codes mean? Okay, that one. You know, I, I see that conversation, something that maybe took place around the galley lounge table, maybe with everybody there and y'all just talking. You know, over the last week, you've found out that this guy is human. He's just doing his job like you are. Of course, he, as I said, he wakes up every day angry. Like, he would be having a good day if it weren't for everybody messing it up all the time. Well, 
But he's been playing video games with these two, for instance. As a matter of fact, the fifth wave of enemies in Aslan attack is just way too much for two people. So you've been very happy to have Hewlett to be that third guy, and you finally beat the boss on the fifth wave. It's amazing. So there's been some getting along, and one night you guys were sitting around talking, and I guess it would be Bardak here that brought up the, um, the identifier codes. And he actually perked up a bit. He's interested in this subject, too. Apparently, it's a little bit of a nagging puzzle for him. And he says all he knows for sure is that the A92 in his code is the year that he joined Dulos. 1092. And he knows that the A means 10, but nobody has ever explained to him why. Okay. And we're all... The crow. We are all O5. B O five. So we must have joined at the same time. So if A is ten, B must be eleven. Uh, does anybody remember the um, date in the first session? It was July the fifteenth, year of the Imperium year of the Imperium eleven oh five. So how about the HMB, HMI, HMP? He didn't have anything to say about those things. He says that the only thing he knows for sure is that A92 is the year that he joined. Mm-hmm. But he's uh, he was interested in hearing your theories about various things, and there was a, a couple of moments of, yeah, I really don't think that's it. But there was also a couple of moments of, huh, I never noticed that before. That's an interesting idea. How about the human male, human female? Yeah, he... Uh, says, okay, I guess I could see that, but it seems a little rudimentary. I don't know why they'd put that in your identifier code. Well, and the other one is, so, like, I, I have an E, and I'm the engineer. Bronix has an S, and you do your science and sensors. Yeah, but I do R. You science have P sensor. for pilot. Pilot for PW. And then Hera is... A hacker medic. Hacker medic. Oh, interesting. PW, pilot warrior, maybe? (laughs) Oh, wait. Those are the two I chose originally. And I'm engineering pilot, I guess. Pilot's my best. I remember that when we first did it, we chose two things. One, the main. My main was pilot, and then I had weapons. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. So, we needn't beat this to death. Um, uh, you know, again, over the last week, you guys have <laughs> just found out so much, but you've kind of got more questions than the answers that led to the questions. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, um, looks like we might be on to something here. Um, so, if somebody wants to read the next question, we'll move yeah. along. Does Dulos have an ar- its own army? Um, yeah, that's a, that's a great answer as well, but um, we're actually ticking down. I want to see if this actually works. I haven't. Okay. I had, the, <laughs> I had the app backgrounded this time, and I didn't know if it was going to go off. All right, so that's our first bio break there, everybody, and then we will get back to the, uh, the answer to uh, Bardak's question. 
Okay. Um, so the last question was what? Does Dulos have its own army? Ah, uh, yeah. I had some things to say about that. Um, is that one of your? Oh, there it is. So. Let's see, what would have been a good context for that? You know what it is? Is you picked a bad time to ask him about it. He was busy doing something, and it just kind of came up in the conversation. He, he already wasn't in a good mood, and this was just the two of you. Um, and you you just kind of casually asked him, so does Dulos have its own army or what? And he says, yeah, and it's a good thing for you guys that they do, huh? <clears throat> do you want to press him first? Because you didn't really get an answer yet. I'm hiding this one behind a roll, in other words. Okay. Yeah, I want to press him. Why is it good that Duelist has its own army? No, because they shut up and saved your butts. Wasn't that the Halloween episode? Yeah. Yes, but you were <laughs> actually there. They rescued you from the guy who was inducing the nightmares. The By the way, so this game has just been running so long. It's been so long between sessions. I'd have to make an immense previously on, but I had a thought about this. When you guys talked about, uh, when you had talked to, to him about taking Brainwater, um, it did come up that you guys have reduced your dose. Mm -hmm. And he really let you have it. Mm -hmm. um, that you are greatly endangering yourself. Um, and he asked, have you noticed that you can't remember things that just happened just a couple of weeks ago? And so that's my in-game explanation for why we're not remembering everything clearly that happened in past sessions, okay? So, yes, the Halloween session, you were actually kidnapped and tortured, and they came and rescued you. Um, give me a roll. I want to know how much I can give away. Just succeed, would you please? Can yes. I can I add uh, intelligence and <laughs> and engineering? And <laughs> All right. You know what? I want you to have this. So um, you did get him to. I mean, he said a lot of useless stuff, being very evasive. But he did mention to you that Dulos has a number of cells that they call scission teams. And scission teams can be anywhere very quickly, and don't ask me how, he said. As in, he doesn't know how. They, they get there a whole lot faster than anybody should be able to, these scission teams. Okay? Can I? Are you done with your question? Sure. I'm going to ask, why are we in trouble? Okay, well, during the week, we'll say that um, maybe uh, you were complaining about a few things and ended up asking him why you are in trouble. And I'm trying to find... Oh, um, because you didn't do the job. Okay. I mean, it's that simple. If you guys had just gone from Kavma to Brindle, like you were supposed to, your new captain would have been... Uh, would have boarded and everything would have been cream cheese. Or... Fixable, at least, um, but taking a company ship into a red zone, taking a wave job, taking a, a passenger, um, and you're going to ask me why you're in trouble? We're brand new. We lost our captain almost immediately. 
if you had just gone from Kavma to Brindle the way you were supposed to, as he said, everything would have at least been fixable. But instead, you took this wave job, you went to a red zone, etc. Where does Dulos get new recruits from? Recruiting offices. Most starports have them. They have one on Zub. Um, that's true, though. They sent you guys to Mel's Holt, didn't they? The, the recruiting office is actually at Portis Lassie, one of the resorts there. Um, but there was one on Brindle. That's where I connected to. Was it the, the field office on Brindle? They're everywhere. What's a handlership? <clears throat> I know he... I think he said some important stuff, and I took some notes, so I want to be sure I quote him accurately. Okay. Um, okay, we, we need a situation for where this handlership question was asked, whether it was you there by, him, by yourself talking to him. Maybe you guys were working on something together one day. Oh, that's true, though. Over the last week, you guys have discovered he doesn't know anything. The only thing he knows how to do is paperwork. Um... You ask him to hand you a, a space wrench, a number four space wrench, and um, he pulls a screwdriver out of a box and gives <laughs> to you. I mean, he couldn't even get space wrench correct, let alone a number four space wrench. So he clearly does not have any idea how anything works on this ship. Um, huh? We should have Pox and said he knows how to do so at least. So, I guess he couldn't have been helping you on a job, but perhaps um, perhaps you were helping, helping him with a, an inspection of something. Um, like, tell me if all these relays are working or whatever. Um, and you tried to get him to talk about a handler ship. The first thing that surprised you was he didn't seem surprised that you knew what a handler ship was. Which, you know, seems to be one of the secrets, but... You really get the feeling that Dulos is not airtight. All these chasing secrets that we've been doing for 18 sessions, apparently you get to the point where you don't care because it's all a secret. I was thinking about it. It's a, it's a mystery wrapped in an enigma, wrapped in a puzzle, wrapped in a green jumpsuit. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, um, but... Um, though he was being evasive, he did use words like supervisors, mm-hmm. minders. He used the word expediters at one point, and he used the word auditors at some point. But yeah, he's always vague, and you don't really still have a perfectly clear picture of what a uh, jump sh- or what a uh, handler ship does, is, whatever. So there's, so they're basically people who control us? Yeah, how do they hand, how do they monitor us? Um, he just comes right out and tells you that the ship streams out your Comcuff feeds, mm-hmm. but that the Comcuffs also broadcast independently for localized monitoring. Mm-hmm. Now, by the way, um, there is one more piece of information on this handler ship question. If you want to succeed at a role. Mm-hmm. Seven. That's a success in mm. Plus intelligence? <laughs> no. Plus self-defense? <laughs> um, you know what? 
I totally forgot until just this very moment that you said in a very early session that you wanted to train passive interrogation techniques mm -hmm. to get people to talk about things mm -hmm. that they were not intending to talk about. Could we maybe add an investigation there for? I have 9 out of 10 on investigation, unless you want to give me... Hold on, that's out of date. I know for a fact. I heard in an episode that you rolled over to episode two, 1. Oh, yeah, that's right. I am a plus one in investigation. Okay, so that character sheet is out of date. The paper okay. is out of date. Okay. All right, well... Should I take some marks for them? Uh, the computer version is correct? It's plus one. Okay, yeah. So that should have you at... Um, since you just now used it, I guess that it puts you at uh, one out of 20? Yeah. Okay. All right, well, he did give the impression what you what you gathered from the vague things that he said is that handler ships are not assigned to a specific ship a specific crew mm -hmm. they are more like the um secret shopper at the store they they show up they monitor this ship they monitor this crew um, and then, I mean, from what you gathered, they then move along to a different ship, a different crew, a different DFT, so to speak. So it could be that they're not following you the entire time, but he never actually came out and said that. How does Dula say stay competitive business-wise with building these communication arrays, having this, having handlerships, having a private army? It seems like a high overhead for a shipping company. But they would certainly not be able to make money. Yeah, well, it reminds me of what Krellick said. What are they really carrying in all those shipments? And do you guys remember when you looked at the waybills for the stuff that you all for all your jobs on this assignment? It was really expensive stuff. You had no idea that you're carrying latinum or spice or whatever that you are carrying very valuable shipments does that somehow factor into that math um now hewlett definitely claims to not know any more about it than you do and for the same reason he's out here on a ship not working in a you know an office somewhere if he were suddenly made the treasurer he'd be getting boarding a ship for mexico the next day you know space mexico does are the Comcast feeds encrypted? The Comcuff feeds, Com yes, are, Comcast. yes. <laughs> yes, you could not just easily um, access them. Okay. Um, can we remove the Comcuffs? No, you're brain wired. What do the Comcuffs do to our brain? Um... Was that on the list? Yeah. Okay, then I've got... Oh, um, yeah, my note here says just use the Poxo seizure scene to answer this. Um, so that's a mistake, because that's what the brain water does to your brain. No wonder I don't remember it. Um, the um, You have a module inside of your brain that is connected by wires to your Comcuff. And as you have noted with the control command that I already used on you, it gives the captain control over, um, I mean, you guys have some um, untoward pasts, and you have 
some psychiatric issues caused by the memory wipe, and so we don't want to send you out alone with a helpless captain. So he has um, various control commands that he can use that um, go from your comcuff to your behavior module. Do we have other implants? Um, not so far as I know. Um, So what's in the brain water? Uh, how would I know that? I'm not a chemist. Now, on any of these, follow-up questions are good. I might make you roll on it, but some of these you've only got in the first couple of sentences and you moved on to the next one, so. What, what is the behavior module? exactly what I described. It, um, it uh, interfaces with the voluntary parts, of, voluntary parts of your brain or whatever. He's not a scientist, so he can't completely explain it, but your captain can give you a burst of energy when you're tired. He can make you feel like you just ate when you're full. Um, he can make you not feel the pain um, from having the, uh, the uh, reach truck run over your foot. Um, he can make you blind. He can render you unconscious. He can do anything he wants. Is there any way to disable it? Uh, I don't know. Um, I, that's surely something the company does when they feel the time is right. If it's done at all. I'm gonna ask if we can have if we can mount weapons on the ship. Uh, it's not your ship. <laughs> Do you know anything about this chip? You want to ask him about the chip? <clears throat> I think I might have a note about that. Uh, he freaks out. How would you know about that? Or he freaked out. Um, he was bewildered that you ever knew that you even knew about it. They haven't even been declassified yet, he says, and certainly did a. How did you even get that? Where did you get that? And we answered a distress call. We and found the, it. <laughs> yeah. the guy gave it to us. Um, well, he has been panicking ever since that if anyone knew that it was on this ship, they would stop at nothing to get it. Is it Dulos tech? No. Whose tech is it? Uh, I don't see... Mm, Brindle tech. It was, it was invented on Brindle. For what purpose? It's a chip. It's super processing power. It's... It's, um, it can turn any computer into, a, well, supercomputer isn't even the right word. We're talking, it may be an intelligence inside of that, that little cube. But yeah, super processing power. And as he's explaining this to you, you get the feeling that he doesn't really understand what he's talking about. But he might have the words right. But when you try to ask follow-up questions, 
his answer. Remember, I told you about the guy who was loudly bragging at the at the cafe one night. He can't get hacked. He locked the stop bit on his computer, so now hacking him is impossible. Mm-hmm. Locked the stop bit on your what the heck are you talking about, dude? Um, and then when my my geek buddy started asking him some follow up questions, the guy suddenly changes the the subject to something else. You get that same vibe off of Hewlett that. He's using words, but doesn't really get what he's talking about. So would it be like an android, like data or something? Like this is the brain for an android or something? I don't know. Um, Let's see. If he's playing it off like he actually knows about this stuff, he would say, well, only if you want that android to take over the world single-handedly. It's that dangerous. I bet we could... If it's that good, we could maybe break the encryption of our whole bunch of things, like mm-hmm. on our ship and on our feeds, and re-encrypt it in a different way, and just. I wonder if we could change it. it to a bus. Yeah, maybe. Change it to what? To um, follow our commands or whatever. Oh. I'd be curious if we could decrypt all the other Dulos communications if they're just sending them all out there and find, see if we can find out more information. I wonder if Kralix wanted it. Maybe. I believe he said no wonder Kralix wanted it. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if it represents that much power... with us. Um, I know what his first line is. I just can't remember the rest. Uh, Oh, wasn't that a boss? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there it is. There it is. Um, Yeah, his his response to that is, what do you mean us? What are you all old pals already? You're going to have a reunion once a year? There's no us. Okay, we're going to Get you back to Nellius. I have a typo. It says Brenda. We're going to get you back to Nellius. You're all going to be reassigned. I'm sure you're never even going to see each other again. There is no us. As far as we're concerned, we've been with each other our whole lives. <laughs> <laughs> Just ask Poxo. Yeah. <laughs> From childhood. We didn't really cover them all already, did we? Yep. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, I'm surprised that uh, everybody walked away so quickly from the lipstick item. What did he say it does? Oh, yeah, it makes it so that a brand water is ineffective. Is that right? It's an antidote. Yeah, antidote for us. Brain water. Yeah, why would, why would you have the ant? If we're all expected to take brain water, why would you have an antidote on board? We could steal it and use it on ourselves. <laughs> I 
Um, because he does mention in passing that it's digiproxiform in that, uh, well, what would you call something that creates a mist? An inject, I guess it's not an injector. Hazel spray? I guess. <clears throat> By the way, Poxo um, does recover, and he just keeps talking about the very bad energies on this ship, but he assures you, it's okay, Cabo. I know what to do. And then he spends the next several days trying to find candles, trying to find incense. He's going around doing prayers at various places around the uh, ship and says that he's uh, trying to funnel the good energies into this place. So, um, it doesn't seem that he knows that something happened to him because he drank the brain water. Mm. So you guys might want to keep an eye on him, or maybe you might want to tell him, no, bad dog, whatever, um, and keep him from doing that again, because he seems to think it's because there's bad energies on this ship. Mm. I'm going to tell him not to drink the brain water. Okay, give me a Poxo speak roll. Well, but can't Poxo understand us? Mm. No, we understand him. Right. Well, no, don't bother. You're not going to level it up. We're just, um, well. Contact a spot. Call the cup and go. Yeah, yeah. Bad, bad pox. So, um, you're not sure if you got it across to him, but you certainly tried. So can we, did we, I guess, spend any time trying to convince Hewlett to not give us back the duos? Mm. Either go independent or just let us off? You've had multiple conversations during the last week, and they always get really philosophical with him. Um, His... Um, he has no raison d'etre. He's he's like the complete nihilist, and he doesn't get it. Why you're not just going along with this? I mean, and and his argument again. I mean, did you think you were gonna if you had not joined up with Dulos that you would have brought about galactic peace or? Um, found the the cure for Cornelius's disease, or invented the um, ta- invented time travel. I mean, what is the big deal? You obviously came to the conclusion at some point in your life that this, as bad as you may consider this to be. It was better than the alternative, so I I don't get why it's that big of a deal to you. It wasn't me who made that decision. Well, I mean, when you choose your major in college at 19 years old, do you end up pleased with the result? Do you sometimes want to look back and smack around your younger self about the choices <laughs> you made? Maybe you'd be somewhere else now? No, but it's not even it's not even me. The person who made that decision, I have no memory of. I have no concept of who that person was. He used to be a serial killer. I could have been a serial killer. I could have been a weapons designer. I have no idea. 
So are you telling me that you'd rather go back to being a serial killer? <laughs> I don't know if that's what I was. If you're a serial killer. But me, Bardak, has no memory of signing any, any contract. Me, Bardak, I have no concept of why would why anyone would sign a contract like that. And how can I have signed, how could, if I have no memory of it, how can that decision be binding? I mean, maybe we, we were forced to do this because we were like murderers or um, anything of yeah. the sorts. You know, when you, when you brought up the, um, um, that maybe you were forced to do it. Um, he rolls his eyes and says, yeah, everybody gets around to that theory sooner or later. Um, you know what? I had a little bit written to... Oh, yeah, yeah. He even one day gives you this little speech. Um, you can make as much noise as you want. You can whine all you want. You can try to escape all you want, but they'll find you. Sooner or later... They'll find you. They have too much invested in all of you. You aren't expendable. You're the prize. You have no choice. You are bound to them for life. They literally own you. Your identities are all in the system. Any scan of you at any port would show that you are not your own. You have been bought for a price. You are property. Property of the Dulos Corporation, and even your status as a human being is forfeit. The paranoid conspiracies about Dulos employees not being human, they're really not that outlandish, because you're not. You are now an object that is owned. And are you owned, too? I am, and really, I know that I will achieve no great destiny. I know that this is a job for the rest of my life, three hots and a cot, I will always be taken care of. I don't see what the big deal is. Is that life, is that the life you want? Why is it not? I mean... You're just an animal. Just feed me, give me a place <laughs> to live. And I do my work, that's right. That's right. No different kind than a mule. Kind of don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I'm now as Christopher saying, yeah, he does have a very defeatist, nihilist attitude that, that none of it matters for anything. How do you crack that nut? You know, how do you... You read the first line of the GM Hangouts questions. So are you doing this on purpose? Uh, uh. Um, but yeah, he... I would say you've never met anyone like him, but who would you know who, who you've met? Or how would you know who you've met? Um, <laughs> yeah. He, it, it's like Mel said. He cares nothing about the job, and he's perfectly content to be here, even though he's not perfectly content in his daily mannerisms. I have an idea. So if they, um, if they try to wipe our brains and they tell us this, I was thinking that I can um, have a bunch of bricks of C4, and then I can hide a, a detonator. So if they try to, I can just pull it out. 
I can put in like that little pocket where my grappling hook is, and I can take two. So if they scan it, I can give them the false one. You mean like walking into Nelly's headquarters or Demo's <laughs> headquarters? That's a suicide bomber. <laughs> no, no, I keep it in the ship so that if they try to do it, we, I blow up the ship. Mm-hmm. So how far does Dulos reach? that you feel that there's no escaping this. I mean, the universe is a huge place. Yeah. Um, it's time to turn the page. Um, <laughs> let me throw in, um, can you hold that question? Because it'll have a nice involved question. Here's the sense that you've all gotten from Hewlett over the last week, especially you is that this is a guy who doesn't have his mind made up about anything. And he is just annoyed enough that maybe you could talk some sense into him. Maybe you could get him to see things a different way. Um, Because you keep bringing up these points, and he doesn't always have an answer, and usually when when he does, it's just nihilistic. It's just, well, you've got a point. I guess, but none of it matters anyway, right? So, is slavery legal? Um, that's, uh, I guess, a question you would ask Hewlett. Um, hmm, how would Hewlett answer that? I'll, I'll answer it when we get back. Right. Um, but you also had that other question hanging, or did you? Yeah, no, I do. I okay. still have that. All right, so let's not forget that. And I say we uh, get the snacks and drinks. All right. Um, so uh, these are the uh, Terra Veggie Chips that the Double X brought. And they brought a variety of Virgils. I, I chose the uh, Vanilla Creme. I chose the handcrafted orange. I chose the handcrafted black cherry. And I root beer. Good. I am, you know, I didn't even look. Is it still running? Oh, good. Okay, I'm stirring the timer. All right. So, and then I was talking and forgot to uh, think about the answer to the question. And the question was, how many monkeys does it know? How far does Dula's reach? Yes. Well... All right. He sees everything in a straw, or I mean through a straw, so it's not like he knows everything, but you get from him that they are at least set up in two divisions, that Dulos is headquartered in this subsector, and they have been branching out but he doesn't know how far. He's a guy whose territory is the Felbrig subsector, so that's primarily what he knows. That answer makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. But the universe is a huge place. We could get away from all this. Maybe you could. If you leave this Felbrig subsector. Do you have a lot of time in here? 
family, girlfriend? Um, if you're asking Hewlett that, he would say no. Um, but um, he uh, doesn't have any intention of taking his chances out in the cold, dark universe when he's got it so good here. So good. That's why you're so happy all the time. <laughs> I'd be a lot happier if everybody wasn't coming around screwing it up all the time. <laughs> so is slavery legal? I think he'd just give a no to that. That, um... That, um... Unless... Uh, in fact, I, I'm... Yeah, he'd know what you're implying and say that the difference between slavery and doulos is that doulos, you signed up for it. In fact, you volunteered for it. You came for them. Except I came to them. Yeah, he knows you love to debate that one, and he's got no better answer than... than yeah, uh, perhaps you're having an identity crisis, but that was you that signed. Maybe not the you you are now, but the you you were then. So what does it mean to be me? When I very first wrote this story, I had said that, um, uh, as a matter of fact, it's even on the main Dulos page where I've linked to the, the YouTube series and the podcast, the um, tagline of this story is, who would you be if it were only a matter of choice? Um, and would you give up your life to avoid a face, fate worse than death, I believe is what, what it says. Um, the way Hewlett sees it, yeah, you can... This is your big chance to begin life anew any way that you want. And when you say, but this isn't what I want, he just kind of skips over that part. Mm-hmm. That, why would you want more than this? Remember Jackson, his captain's log entry, saying that it's life the way I like it. Mm-hmm. So I think I'll go ahead and... and um, because, yeah, there are certainly... Oh, by the way, he did mention, uh, uh, when he went into the captain's office, you mentioned that there's something alive in there. Mm-hmm. Um, he did end up mentioning that later, another time that he was in a bad mood, about the Tibley in the office. The dead Tibley. Aww. And surely somebody asks... <laughs> surely somebody asks what a Tibley is, and... Um, he describes it as an organism that that has physicality in multiple little parts, but that it comprises one organism. They were little furry things about the size of your thumb, I said. And when you flipped them over, it had a little mouth and it had little clawed feet. Um, and whatever, however many of them there are that comprise the Tibli, um, is always a constant. So, like, if two of them fall down a hole, they grow two more of them. And each one of them has a slightly different body chemistry to where they actually share nutrition and stuff like that. They have... Yeah, go ahead. 
they have, um, it's even more than just a symbiotic relationship because it's not one organism and another. It is these things comprising a single organism. And that's why when you picked one of them up, it started shrieking and all these others started shrieking. For them, it's like you just reached over and popped off their head, you know? Um, Let's see. There are slight differences between each one and therefore none are redundant. All are needed. When one has a deficiency of something, it is provided by another or more than one. Uh, exchanging long string proteins or whatever. Um, he even at some point uses this as a comparison for Dulos Corp employees that we're all needed, we've all got a job to do, and the best thing that we can do is to keep this organism alive because we all benefit when the company benefits. I'm gonna go and like what skills we did. Yeah, we'll get to that in just a moment. Oh, that's true. We already dropped out. But yeah, I was planning on taking care of that this segment. I wanted to throw out a, a few other things that you guys have gathered over the last week. For instance, the fact that he's giving up secrets so easily. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably because we're going to get our memory. Right? <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Um, actually, I thought I was looking at it, but... Oh, man, this is really annoying that I can't find that because he had some good things to say about it. So, that's a bummer. Um, is there a uh, another question we wanted to answer before the event happens? Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to ask him to keep on pushing. Um, this is does Dulos I mean it sounds to me that we're just cogs in a machine that we exist for Dulos for the sake of an institution to consider to continue existing that doesn't exist for its members oh we exist for it not it for us you're going to start a union in other words (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, an institution that exists for itself has no purpose, has no meaning. An institution that exists for people that we share in, an institution isn't alive for its own sake. But that's what often happens with institutions. They take over and have a life of their own, and it's faceless, it's meaningless. Do we need a business to continue operating? It's well, not the same as a community. It's not the same as a nation. It's not the same as an ethnic group or a religious group or anything. Let's think about Let's think about what um, some of the things that Kralik said. Um, is it he he said that those who dared to even whisper about it said that the people who run Dulos are not human. Uh, he said that at the same time that he asked you guys if you were human. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, let's see, um, oh, he said something about, uh, he, he was asking you what is Dulos really up to, that they put themselves, uh, they put themselves out there as a freight company and that sort of thing, but he doesn't believe it and he wants to know what's really going on. So, not that Hewlett would say any of this to you, but it certainly 
Um, these are thoughts you would have at the same time as you think, th th think through these things. Who are the benefactors in this equation? Mm -hmm. And it seems to just be doulos. Now, is it about acquisition of goods, property, and wealth? Mm -hmm. well, don't know. Power. Yeah. Maybe they are working towards something big. Who is in charge of doulos? Um, What's the history of the company? Yeah, okay, now history, he's not going to know. But as far as who's in charge, you know, I thought I had this also neatly organized, and now I can't find things. Was that one of the hangout questions, though? No. No. I'm just, this is off the cuff. No, that's, that's <laughs> perfectly fine. I just need to know if I can go to that page to find the answer, and obviously I can't. Hmm. I think it was the day that he made some joke about, um, it was probably made a decision made by those computers at Dulo's headquarters. And everybody looks up at him, he's, what, you know, unfeeling, uh, just always logical and dealing with the bottom line. and. And so, fine, and then we'll say, so, who does run Dulos? And he says, I just, you know, the people who run it. I mean, what do you mean? There's no, do you think there's a big secret attached to it that one of them was, you know, a friend of Harvey Weinstein or something? Um, I'm, I'm sure they're, uh, they're uh, not very nice people, but um, I don't have a bigger, more mysterious answer for you. No further questions, Your Honor. <clears throat> well, uh, Eric, I can I can move on. Okay. Um, so let's talk about those skills. Um, what did everybody train during this week? We've been remembering together. There it is. <laughs> I don't get how I lost that little speech he gave about secrets. Although at one point when you when you brought up that he seems to be just giving you, I mean, have we not received a ton of information today? Things you've wanted to know for two years now. Mm -hmm. um, uh, he says that uh, these are not big secrets. Everybody in Dulos knows the stuff I'm telling you, and a lot more. This information is 1% of 1%. You have no idea how big this is. Besides, and uh, maybe that's when Bosk jumped in and says, well, they could just wipe us anyway. And Hewlett says, that's right. If they just really, if you find out something they don't want you to know, they can just wipe you again in any way. Um, he would like to point, he would have pointed out, though, that having you re-wiped is not just, um, it's not like you're going to go back out to work the next day. It's going to require money, time, effort. Um, an entire team is involved when you wake up in the hospital. Etc. Etc. So it's not just like a. Um, it's not the default posi position for. It's not Men in Black, where they just flashy thingy you and then go on their day. When they decide to rewipe you, it's a really big deal. Yeah, they just flash your memory and make up something. 
And also, he mentioned that I, I, I found it. I can tell you these things because no matter what, you will eventually go back to being content little slaves. Um, I don't even know all the secrets. Nobody does. I only know the secrets I need to do my job. Everything in the company is secret for you because you've been with the company for less than two months. But there's plenty more secrets above me. I have a plan. <laughs> is it as good as mine? Oh, we have plans. What's your plan? It's the one where I sneak in a de detonator. And <laughs> well, let's catch up. You just dropped out of jump. Okay. It has been a week. Okay. And he tells you that you got to wait 10 hours to re-engage the jump drive a second time. It needs okay. cool down time. Usually, you guys haven't had to deal with it because usually you drop out of jump, go to the system, go to a starport. By the time you come back out and you're ready to jump again, it's been a lot more than 10 hours. But it does have a 10-hour recycle time. Um, and since it's nighttime, he suggests that everybody go ahead, that we all go ahead and do our sleep shift. And in the morning, we'll make the final jump to Nellius. And I... <coughs> Expected you guys might have some things you'd want to say now that everybody's going to go to bed. I have a plan for freedom. We have the Ming Mecha chip. Encryption, we know what kind of signals our comm cuffs are sending, so encryption is just a matter of running through all the keys. If this chip turns any computer into the super, super computer imaginable, any encryption that they would have for us would surely be cracked, and it's only a matter of it's only a matter of time, no matter what. But especially with a chip like this, we could then, if we crack our encryption code, we could stop the signal that we're sending now. You can't stop the signal now. <laughs> it's from the Serenity movie. Okay, <laughs> and we could send a fake signal using the same encryption. We could have it in the ship's computer so we can do some other big things. And uh, that might give us the space we need to confuse them to get out of Felberg. <coughs> That's my plan. We're going to do it right now. Well, I'm, I'm offering this plan as a suggestion. But aren't they going to know, like, immediately that we're off course? I don't know. I mean, if, if we are sending a signal out, broadcasting a signal, it's not like... The only way you can pinpoint a signal is with mul like multiple points receiving it and triangulating it. And it's not as if if we jump, oh, it's yeah. not like that's going to be so easy. We can pretend we're being compliant while we're not. I'm trying to look at the map. We're on our way from Brindle to Nellius. Mm -hmm. so, um, so we can get out of that subsect. <laughs> Assuming he made a um, three-jump jump, you guys are right there when you come out of jump. And you now need to make a jump to Nellius. 
We could jump out of the subsector instead. Mm-hmm. Although we'd have to have Hewlett's cooperation. Mm-hmm. Is there a ship that you could leave the subsector with that would not require Hewlett's cooperation? We could try to salvage many ships. That's all the way back, though. It's a week no matter what. That's true. We could become pirates. But still, we'd have to get him to go to, back to Brindle. Mm-hmm. Unless. We could announce we have the chip and people could come and take us. <laughs> Unless we just, like, knock him out. <laughs> Give him brain water to make him do what we want. I don't know if that will work. <laughs> well, he already laid in the chorus, I think. We can't change it. Well, you have dropped out of jump, though. So right now, there is no course set. Everybody's heading for bed. Well, it doesn't matter, because he's going to land the course, and we're not going to be able to change it. In the morning. Yeah, but that's in 10 hours. So what what do you think you would do to begin to enact your plan? We would have to hook up. I mean, I'm, I'm the engineer. We, we would need Para to get the chip to start trying to find our encryption key. And what is she going to do with the chip? Plug it into one of the computer stations and start running through all possible keys. Is there anything that could go wrong with that? <laughs> well, if it's it could artificial intelligence... I don't know. What have you needed Hewlett's authorization for to do? Almost anything. Will our data pads work? Could you connect the chip to it? There's no ports on it or anything. You could knock them out and just like what about like a video, like with those video VR things? What do you mean? We could make a VR scenario? <laughs> no, no. no. Are there any like personal computers that we have? No, just your tablets. Every computer is a ship computer, and uh, Adama does not run this ship, so they're all networked. I think what we should do is that we should... have detonated um, well we have C4 in just like a case to make it seem just a case of C4 I take two detonators one that's real and then if they scan me and find that I have a detonator I can hand them the false one so you're talking about when you guys get to Nellius yes that's still a week from now though the other option is we could try to convince him and if he doesn't convince him, we could, when next time he's asleep, we could attach C4 to him. <laughs> and so that way, even if we're blind, you can press the button. I don't know, that seems a little extreme. You'll just, you'll just keep pressing the button a lot. I hope he's a heavy sleeper. <laughs> That's actually an interesting idea. Or strap him to a chair. Well, what if I just 
um, blow up, um, we have smoke grenades, don't we? Yeah, from a submachine gun and a, uh, non-submachine gun. We have stun sticks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have stun sticks. We have the, you could take the stun beads. Yeah. Well, I also have a stick. Well, the stun beads are better. You think so? Yeah. But that's not going to guarantee he hands over the ship to us. No, when we get to Nellius. Also, a bunch of cords. Oh, um, we, also, um, during this jump week, I was hoping that, um, Bardak could make it, make the grappling gun make it so that I can support my weight and actually be useful, more useful instead of going very slow up. Um, alright, fair enough. Um, Bardak, would you give me an appropriate role? I'm guessing engineering. Okay. Is there, like, intelligence? Can that also be used? No, we'll keep it to engineering. I don't want it to succeed anyway, so we'll see. So that's a nine. A nine? Alright, um, he manages to modify it, but not by a whole lot. It will carry your weight, it will lift your weight, but you'd still probably better pack light. I know that sniper rifle keeps coming up in the slideshow. You can take that, but um, remember, it's why Mink had to travel so light, or one of the reasons, I guess, is because that grapple will only hold so much weight. But fine, if you want to make a note somewhere that it will now reliably, it'll now work properly with your weight. Okay. Um, but now you're you're still not going to be, car- be able to carry all your stuff. Could we later make it so it can? I doubt it. It um, your engineer says that it comes down to a matter of how big of a motor you can actually pack into something that small, right, Bardak? Mm-hmm. Well, can we put in a bigger motor? Uh, now you're adding to the weight. It's a perpetual problem of engineering. <laughs> it's why we cannot travel the speed of light. All right, that's a bio break. We have probably two, perhaps one. Mm-hmm. And um, again, I have an event that I'd really like to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm starting the timer now. So, um, yeah, if you guys want to help me out a bit. Um, oh, yeah. Before we continue, also during the jump week, can I make Paxo more useful again? Um, that is ongoing. Um, you don't get to up your Paxo speak because it's already at a plus one. However, um, it just means more and more leniency with anything that you might want to get him to do. There are actually some things coming up where he might be able to play a part, and I will make sure that you get some favor on that. Yeah, because I was, like, hoping that eventually we could, well, maybe he can try doing some, like, basic medic stuff or whatever. And we did discuss that, and I just listened to it, but I don't remember it, that I think, well, I mean, the bottom line is you're going to have to be able to communicate some basics to him before you can communicate advanced stuff to him, but, um... Poxo is not somebody who's going to be leaving the story anytime soon, so worry not. You will uh, have those chances. Um, 
So I would like if we could agree that um, uh, that everybody is going to retire this evening, um, and in the morning, it, uh, he, uh, Hewlett is going to want to make the jump to Nellius. And it sounds like you and Hira might have something that you might be cooking up. Um, I don't like pushing people around, but I am thinking a little bit ahead. For one, sneaking around at night probably is not going to be something that's going to work out very well with somebody who's on high alert for and knows that you guys are not happy about being in this situation. So I don't know if sneaking around at night, I'm not going to forbid it yet. Um, but certainly while he's busy in the morning, because he spends all that time with his clipboard going around, looking at panels, marking things down, it would surely be able to get a, you'd surely be able to get away with a lot while he's busy. We so could convince him, you know, the engineering, there was a problem there, we need to He doesn't know anything about the show. That's right. And you know, in the last session I was so busy trying to find something, I didn't fully hear you. When you said that before you guys left dock, you wanted to fake an error to where the ship could not jump. Mm -hmm. Brilliant idea that I wish I had heard at the time. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, and now it, um, I am not going to rule it out as an impossibility, as long as you have access to hardware. Mm -hmm. I mean, because obviously if it means using an interface in a computer, it's going to be locked. But uh, no, you don't need to be good at hacking to pull out Spark plugs and some yeah. cables, yeah. So should should I do that before going to bed? Well, now that's up to you. Is it going to cause an error that's going to come up five minutes after you walk away? Or will it cause a failure at some point during the night, and Hugh is going to find out about it? What if I frayed the cable enough where it's still like passing current, but as soon as we start to power something up, it will blow? It'll pop, yeah. That's an interesting idea. Oh, well, come on, Heiser. Come on. Yes, you can come up here. Um, hmm. Hmm. I'm not going to say that's impossible. What are you what are you proposing? So like everybody goes to bed, you count down forty minutes and then crawl out and tiptoe in your bare feet, or what do you think? Yeah, that's why it's Maybe I, uh, I mean, how old am I again? I'm in my mid-40s. Maybe when I get up to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, you could go to... I'll drink a bunch of water right before that. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, all right. So I can't make you roll on stealth or any of that because you don't have any of that. But... I could have you, no, you know what? It's not like this would be a complicated thing, so or you'd require your plus two or whatever. So fine, done, poof, it happened. You managed to fray a cable, you know that this thing will fail when you try to go to jump. All right, and then you crawl back into your warm bed while everybody else is snoring. All right. Well, then I have an event that I really wanted to happen today. Um, in the middle of the night, an alarm sounds. 
the serious kind, the klaxon kind, like something really bad is about to happen, and you are all in your bunks asleep. Go. I'm going to run out to the bridge. If this is a pirate ship. And see what's going control. on. See if I can determine what's going on. Okay, Bardak is going to jump up and run to the bridge. What about the rest of you? I'll do I'll the same. Me too. Okay. I smack my head on the bunk. Oh, again. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay, so you'll be a second and a half behind them. A little dazed. All right. Um, they run up to jump uh, to run to the bridge, and blam! They all drop before you even get out of the bunkhouse. Now, we're going to change the scene. We, we are now switching to Hewlett's view. And... He is sleeping in his bunk in the captain's office. The alarm goes off. He jumps up. Whoa, 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 whoa. He runs. You know, he's like connected to the bridge. So he's there in the bridge. And he's looking around to try to see anything. He's looking out the door to see, uh, watching for you guys to arrive because he doesn't know what he's doing. But at Comtac, he does see two blips. He's still looking out the bridge door. Where are those guys? Maybe even does a little shout. Uh, hello, come on, we got an alert. He goes over to ship sensors, because the sensors person hasn't made it yet. Tries to do a scan, but can't even figure out what he needs to do. Um, he runs into the bunkhouse, and they're all laying on the floor. He's completely caught off guard by this. But he is doing some math in his head. And he thinks he has an idea. All of a sudden, there's a, a footsteps running. Uh, Space Box on reporting for duty! Pazzo goes running past. Hewlett <laughs> <laughs> can't understand a word. He just heard him shouting. And then he goes back to looking at you guys. And he's even shaking a little bit. And he touches his calm cuff. And he says... Control command crew, restore all. And all of you wake up. No, no, no. That can't work. Why does that work? And he's looking at all of you as you're, as you're groggily sitting up. That, that, that can't work. Okay, you guys know that you've been knocked out. You know you just woke up. The alarm is still blaring. We need to get to the bridge. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, we're under attack. Okay, we're under attack, and I don't know what to do. Two small fighters. All right, evasive maneuvers. Fox. Okay, so you guys are going to get up to the bridge. So I'll, I'll, go, I'll go check on our engines. <laughs> so you guys get to the bridge. You're not going to the bridge. You're heading for engineering. I'll fix the engine just in case. Okay. So, um, let's see. Okay, as as you get up to the um, nav helm, um, he inserts this thing and says, I don't have it, whatever he said before. He says his ID code, and he says enable maneuver drives. Okay, so you can now start maneuvering the ship, evasive action, that sort so of thing. So how big are the ships? Um, actually, I'm getting to that. I need to know the sensors person is here. Your sensors, right? I don't remember. No, your comm, your sensors. Mm-hmm. So Baronix 
runs a sensor scan and sees that it's two small fighters. Like one-man fighters? Yes. So I can run into them and they'll blow up with them. Uh, hang on, hang on. Okay, so two small fighters. Like that picture? Uh, on the core book? No. Uh, maybe I can't see. Um, actually, the sensors guy recognizes them. They're the same kinds of fighters that escorted you guys at Smuggler's Notch. What the heck would they be doing all the way out here? And the engineer would be able to say, these are fighters. They don't have jump drives. Where did they come from? Um, didn't Han Solo say the same thing about a TIE fighter? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi yeah, these are tiny little fighters. They don't have jump drives. Where would they have come from? And do and uh, Hewlett is going crazy about something. Guys, you're missing the bigger point. They must have access to your comcuff frequencies. Oh, great. How is that possible? They shouldn't have access to your comcuff frequencies. <gasps> it's real. Who is real? Oh my! He's Poxo's brother, and he was on here. He helped us. Um, uh, hack into her. He saw what our com cuffs were, and so easy. he had access to the system. <laughs> Did he? I don't remember. I think so. He was a computer guy. I don't he, know. Yeah, he, he installed, installed translation. Right, yeah. he installed translation. No, 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 no. Okay, he is so freaking out now. Have, so who the swat are those guys out there then? I have an idea though. How about this? I can go out just a little like and start chucking C4 at them and blowing <laughs> them up trying to hit them. You didn't realize... Um, he, he, does, he does some complaining that it would take prolonged access to the ship's network and it would take a certified genius to hack in there and get access to Someone all of this stuff. Okay, well, Hewlett points out something. Hey, guys, something just occurred to me. They think you're shut down right now. Mm -hmm. You have the element of surprise. They have no idea what's going to happen next because they think you're all unconscious. And that would explain fire why, weapons. Why, the fire, why the fighters are just sitting there at the moment. How about we, so how many, how many hours do we have left? You mean in the game session? No, in, until we can jump again. Oh, well, this is the middle of the night. You have several hours. I have an idea. So... Let's let them board us. If they want to. They're one could, could I chuck C4 at them if they're just sitting there and uh, set it at them? What are, are, they, are they sitting there? Are they look approaching us? Are they... They are sitting still facing you. They obviously showed up, sent this command out. You guys dropped, and they're, you know, now sitting here saying to each other, well, if everything went according to plan, everybody on the ship is unconscious. But uh, somebody was able to revive you. Does that bring up any questions? Who? We could ask Hewlett if, it, if Dulos can do that, or if it's just him. Oh, I'd tell you, of course they can. This is a Dulos move, but that's not Dulos out there. Somebody has been given your 
Comcuff frequencies. It has to be real because he's the only other one, unless it's a box. <laughs> so everybody with what got knocked out? With Comcuffs. Who has a Comcuff but didn't get knocked out? Hewlett. Why would that be exactly? He's not. He didn't. Is he not on our same frequency? He must not be. He's been giving you commands. Um, yeah, at this point I'm forcing it, so I'll just move ahead. Um, he, uh, uh, when somebody asks him why he didn't get knocked out, um, he says, my comcuff isn't wired. And he pulls his comcuff <gasps> off. And then puts it back on. And so he's immune. He does not have the behavior module. Mm -hmm. He is not what he called brain-wired. Why aren't you brain-wired? That's just not part of my job. That's your, that's, that, you're that kind of employee. I'm not on management. Well, how, how can we just... Is there a way we could destroy them? Is there a way, that, yeah, or is there a way that we could disable them? Take out the battery... Or is there a way that... How about we pull out the microchip and we tell them we can use this? Can we change the frequency of our comm cuffs? They must be powered by something. Or the translation software. Maybe that's how they're able to do it. Well, none of you have ever accessed the calm cuffs, the frequencies, any of that, it was always, 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 every single time, real. He's the one who told you about the wires, he's the one who gave you the translation software, he's the one that figured out that your consoles were programmable. He has obviously been in every nook and corner of your ship's computer systems. And apparently, at Smuggler's Notch, he got off the ship and went and let somebody else have that information. And so now, Hewlett has, there is of course a ticking clock, uh, sounds like a heartbeats, uh, as you can hear everybody's heart beating. Um, and um, you now have the element of surprise. For the moment, they think that you all should be unconscious. So what will you do in these vital seconds? First of all, did you deal with what uh, your sabotage? Mm -hmm. And you've restored it 100%, you think? Okay, well, you've at least got that in your favor. We, we're three Are hours we, away. Is there autopilot on the, um, on Ming, um, his... The Firefly ship, Ming's ship? No. Oh. He, well, he came on the ship with his... Lifeboat. Yeah, lifeboat. Is there autopilot on it? Hmm, I didn't think about that. Um, we could send it over there. I would think a lifeboat would have something like an autopilot. There's probably not really an active pilot mode, or not much of one. It's not like it's a maneuvering ship or anything. Yeah, well, it'd have to be to some extent, but... I definitely, it definitely makes sense to me that it'd be the sort of thing that the biggest switch puts it on autopilot and closes the door behind you and, you know. 
Mm -hmm. um, but surely it's capable of other things. This is an interesting idea. And we can put some C4 on it. So How close are the ships to each other? Mm. Oh, to each other? The two fighters to yeah. each other. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, they surely flew in in a pair, so I mean, I'm not going to try to assign feet and inches to it, but it, I would say if one were to explode, I doubt the other one would explode. Well, they probably want us alive. He would know that Poxo's not down. Real would. How does Real fit into those? Well, I'm just saying he. He might not be out there. Yeah, I mean. But if... Real probably would have said my brother's on there, or I don't know, maybe not. Well, now in the alternate universe of the second Halloween session, do you remember? Kralix talking to Vril about his cure. Mm -hmm. And uh, how many doses does Vril need? Just one. Just one. So that's apparently what his brother means to him. So I'm, they probably want us alive. So if we were to send the lifeboat out away from us, the fighters could follow it. Why would they follow me? Well, they would want us, right? I would think they'd want the ship. It's a one-man lifeboat, for that matter. Oh. Yeah. That's how that's how those little lifeboats work. Perhaps we would die before we get back to Brindle. Most likely. No, we wouldn't be in the lifeboat. It would just be filled with C4. It doesn't... Yeah, not too. Well, let's back it up then. The engineer who knows that um, these are just little short-range fighters, what does that imply? There's a bigger ship out there. And what could you find? Uh, how could you go about finding out more about that? Go to source. Like the sensor Death sweep. Star. Long-range sensor sweep. Give me yeah. a uh, sensors roll. 2d6. Yes. So still a six. All right. Well, mm. they're probably going for the um, mega chip because um, Real probably saw it. A long-range scan detects detects that yes, there is a long-range recon ship um, not too far away from here. Mm -hmm. And uh, as the engineer, you would know that it's the kind of ship that, yes, would carry small escort ships around to various places. So these two little ships obviously came from the one big ship. Mm -hmm. Now, if the two little ships are locked onto your ComCuff frequencies and have the ability to render you um, completely incapacitated, which... By the way, they're, they haven't left. They could still do anything any moment. If those little ships have that kind of capability, what can you expect from the big ship that brought them here? Can we ask Hewlett if they can lock, if he can lock them out? The other signal. Um. Yeah, he will give it a try. 
he will sit down at contact and he will push a few buttons. He will read something. How about he even reaches in his pocket and takes out a pair of glasses. That can't be right. And he tries a couple of things. He's like, I don't know. I would need time. I would need time to figure this out. I can't do it this quickly. If they open fire or whatever, it could be all over any moment now. Okay. Is there a way we could send a distress signal that's home to Dulos? No, because then they would know that somebody was awake. Yeah. I think we should wait for them to board us or wait until we can jump. And then if they board us, we can just have all our weapons on us. Mm Mm-hmm. And open fire on them or whatever. I think that's a fair strategy. And I have, we ha- we have enough more than enough guns, and we have like shotguns, machine guns, snipers, so, grenades. Can we estimate the time until the big ship arrives? You have no reason to believe that it is in motion. He rolled a six. There's a a six, so there's only so much I can say here. But it is not in motion. However, um, give me a contact roll. Eight. You see that the two fighter ships um, are talking to the long-range recon ship. They are, um, they're sending, they send a long message to the long-range recon ship, and then they reply with something brief, the fighters reply with something brief, and they're just doing a couple of back-and-forths, um, like they're having a conversation. Is there anything we can do to see what they're saying? Well, we could say that you start running some kind of decoding algorithm on it. Um, But again, we're just within a few seconds here. Do you have something you could add to the contact? Let me make a joke. Like intelligence or anything like that? Electronics. Intelligence. All right. Add intelligence and contact. Eleven. Okay. Um, you can see little bits here and there. And just, I mean, judging based on everything you know with your communications expertise, it seems that they flew in here, did something, which you guys know knocked you all out, and um, then they were just sitting there for a few moments, and then they sent a report to the long-range recon ship. And so what you see are just little snatches of, it appears to just be a report. Um, And then they are like calling back a confirmation. Maybe the fighters are asking for further instructions. It all makes sense to you that they came here to do a job. They've now reported back on the job. And there's just a little back and forth going on with their mothership right now. I think we should prepare for them to board we gather weapons we should if they we should stay where we are if, if they come from the cargo bay we can have things that we throw down like chairs or whatever 
and and then if they come, I think we should just prepare for whatever. Well, let's I mean, go back to what Bardock said as far as adding a Mingmecha chip. Um, someone could propose to Hewlett um, mm -hmm. that, um, or has that moment passed? What, what no, I'll, I'll do suggest? it. I'll, I'll suggest it. We could use it to break the encryption on their communication. We could use it to potentially get access to the computer systems of that big ship. Okay. We could use it to potentially flood their communication with weird messages or bad messages. <laughs> okay, while he immediately likes the idea, he says that it would take us a long time to figure out how to interface with that chip. It's, uh, it's not any technology that anybody has seen, and so I don't even know how we'd utilize it. Give us some time, we could figure it out, but it's not going to happen right here in this moment. I think we first should prepare for them to board, and then we could spend time trying to figure it out until we have to jump. We only need to delay them for three hours. Okay. Well, then, I right. think... I said a few. A few? Yeah. I didn't assign a specific number. I think the first step should be prepare for boarding. What about laying in a course? What about convincing Hewlett that we should jump back to Brindle? We can't. Why not? For ten hours. But we could lay in a course and be ready for the moment we... Why not, um, why not Nellius? Wouldn't that be a better option? I don't want to go back to Nellius. They would know, I would, I think they would know that we would, that we're headed towards Nellius. Who would? Grail? Yeah. Or, you know, whoever's on those ships. If they found us, then they definitely knew. So we shouldn't go there, we should go somewhere else. But that's where the Dulos is. <laughs> That'd be reason enough for me to go the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> we can get on a different ship. We can throw them off by where we're going. They won't know where we're going. Well, let me help you guys out a little bit. The two fighters start pulling away. They look like they're setting a course back for their long-range recon ship. Oh. They're leaving. It surprises everybody, including Hewlett. Why was... Oh, you know, they could have just been testing it. Mm. Hewlett, how long would we be To make sure out? that Real gave them correct information. So where are we? Between... We're right about there. So Hewlett, how long would we normally be out with with that command? Oh, there's so many factors. Hours. Hours. We could land a course to go um, to the right, and then we could go to Nellius. I think we should go back to Brindle and try to find Ming's ship. Because they obviously knew where we were headed, otherwise they wouldn't have gotten us. And if they yeah. have the code to turn off of all of the Maybe they're monitoring the comms. Yeah, so it wouldn't matter. Listening in so they would have heard where we're going. Mm -hmm. no? But what would it matter then? What do you where mean? we go? Because they'll know where we are anyway. Not if we don't say anything. Pencil and paper. <laughs> Do 
Well, in that case, they know that we're conscious. So they must not be monitoring our con cuff. Sig- oh, because they would have heard us talking. They would, but they know how to issue commands. All right, that's bio break. And unless you're super strict on time, we're going to do one more. We're good. Okay. So, yeah, we'll do one more. All righty. If we are all back, I am going to set the timer rolling for the final round. So, we are here in a few. Uh, oh, actually, I guess the time pressure is off. The jets or the fighters are veering off and appear to be following a course back to their um, long-range recon ship that brought them here. Uh, Very puzzling for everyone involved. I should have made everybody save their questions for now, Um, their questions for Hewlett and such, but it's done, it's canon, here we are. What, um, What do we think? So... How did they know where you were going to come out of jump? Well, we broadcast our course heading when we jump. And there's a limited distance we can travel. Does Vril know the specs on your ship? As far as like it being a jump three ship? I would assume so. Okay. Is it possible to track someone while they are in jump space? No. No. Good. I wanted to make sure that one was off the table. Like you are completely untrackable when you are in jump space. So they found you by another means. Now, um, if they found you here, where else might they be able to find you? Anywhere. I would say that we'd have to know how they found you to know where they can find you. Now, where can Dulos find you? Anywhere. And what is stopping you from leaving the Felbreg subsector? And by the way, is there any place in the universe where you would be tempted to head if you were going to head somewhere? Knowing what our characters know. Mm-hmm. All right, how about Anywhere this? Anywhere outside the Felbrick How about this? Um, whose backstory might we know some things about? Mine Who else's? Uh, that would be nobody. So, and where did they say that... Um, Naj Gore's notoriety is seated. Trojan Ranch. Yeah, so if you just had to pick a direction, there is at least a reason for choosing heading toward the Trojan Ranch. Now, I had covered before, I've always seen Felbrig as kind of being down here somewhere. Mm-hmm. So, northwest, northwest. Something along those lines might be a direction you would want to head if you were going to try to exit the system. Mm -hmm. So with all of that in mind, hmm, 
Yeah. Oh, oh, and there's Brindles the... on the way, then. Huh? Brindle's on the way, then. Uh, it is, if you go that direction. Brindle is on the way. And we would want to return to Brindle because that's where Ming's damaged ship is. And the, can... The only problem is Ming's damaged ship doesn't have brain water. Mm, we'd just take a five-gallon jug or... 50-gallon, 100-gallon jug. Or his... Or we could just take a... We could, we could totally scavenge slash scrap the Dulo ship. We could take the brainwater machine. I don't know if it's a machine so much as a dispenser, but... Yeah, I see it attached to a large tank. We never even covered where the food comes from. I always envision that there is a, a huge storage thing in there with all of these bags in it. And so I, I told you very early on in the story that um, sooner or later you will run out of a particular food because it's not a food replicator. They've got bags of food on board. So, yeah, somewhere on board the Dulo ship, there is a huge stash of food packets and there is a huge gallon of brain water. I wonder how much brain water. We can decrease our dosage. Well, now, um, I don't think I made it clear, but Hewlett has said that that's why you guys are already experiencing memory problems. And I assumed that you guys were going to ask about the lipstick thing that he jammed in Poxo's nose. Hey, don't be bogarting that. Hand that over here. And um, he would have said to you that if you stop taking brainwater... You will lose all your memories. You will reset to having no memories whatsoever. The process that you had done to remove all of your memories, they had to remove your brain's ability to create new memories. That the chemical, the enzyme in your brain, and by the way, I googled a lot of this stuff too, so I'm not just <laughs> making it up. The enzyme in your brain that causes memories to be stored and locked into your brain your brains now no longer produce. And so what your brain water does is it's, the, it's an artificial, uh, what's the word? A synthetic enzyme that makes it to where you can now form new memories. The fact that you have cut down to 90%, 80%, you are already seeing violent tendencies coming back because there's nothing to govern the amygdala. You're just going to feel what you feel and go with it. And it's why you can't remember things that just happened three weeks ago, or at least they're fuzzy, um, is because, yes, you're cutting down your brain water. You can't do that. You have to take the full dose. Says Dulos. Says Hewlett, for that matter. Mm-hmm. But he says that because of Dulos. Does he? He did already say at some point he's not a chemist. Mm-hmm. We could ask him how he came off of it. And he kind of already answered that when he said he doesn't know. He doesn't remember even ever taking it. It's part of it. If it really is an enzyme that's missing in your brain, a long time ago, you guys were wondering, especially with his science plants, could you synthesize your own replacement for it that does not have the mind control drugs? Mm -hmm. It could be that if they're telling the truth, you are permanently disabled Mm -hmm. mentally and you are going to need help for the rest of your life. 
is it true? Is it not true? How much of it do you want to risk? According to Hewlett, you will eventually get to the point, especially if you stop taking your brain water, you will eventually get to the point where it's going to be like the movie Memento, that even 10 minutes ago, you can't remember. So what are we going to do? So these guys have the code to Dulos, or at least us. And I think we need to... There's a few things that I would like to do. One is, obviously, change their ability to turn us off. Which could still happen any moment now while you're talking about it. Yeah. And then two would be to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Go somewhere where they don't know where we're going. Which brings us back to the one problem. I think the first order of business, if we're not in immediate danger, is to change the ability for us to be turned off. Whose console did Hewlett unlock? Contact mine. That's true, he would have had to, but we saw him unlock Nav Helm. You can now steer. Because of an emergency, he had to do something he would not ordinarily do. So now that the helm is unlocked, if you were to try to do something drastic, this would be a perfect moment before he locks it again. I think... We there, should set course outside the subsector. Well, we can't, really. I mean, I guess we... Because... The only way out would be go by go to... Right by Dawa, or right by Nellius. When will you not have control of your console again? When this is over. Somebody else? When Hewlett locks us out again. Ergo. We need to do it now. We don't have access to... If it were me... ...systems. (laughs) and I were standing there, this might be the time that I say, all right, get in, guys! (laughs) You know? Because now the helm is unlocked. Mm -hmm. And so, boy, if Hewlett is the major obstacle, then you might put the tackle in, take the tackle out of obstacle. I don't know. It just... It would seem to me this would be the... And I didn't write any of this. I'm just saying what I would do if I were Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to whisper to somebody, whoever is most convenient, furthest away from Hewlett. I'm going to say, distract for like five minutes. That's a long time. It might not be that long. I just need to get my stun stick. Okay. I have a grappling hook. Who could uh, innocently distract him? <laughs> no, I didn't mean that. I meant you were looking at their radio traffic. Perhaps you could say, "Hey, Hewlett, I I, I decoded. Yeah, I found something yeah. here. Make up something. Make so, up some stuff. So um, try to do the uh, lost toy. Streetwise. Um, I don't know. Streetwise. Wait, don't you have some kind of persuade something? 
No. That's in Traveler. Well, then, yeah, I guess give me a Streetwise roll. And here's what we're going to do. The effect, the amount that it is over eight, is the number of minutes she's able to distract him. Six. <laughs> well, that's a Six minutes is a long time. Oh, man, really? Six? Mm-hmm. Hewitt apparently is not interested in what she's trying to distract him with. I hate to break the news. I, the dice decided it. Not me. All right. This is what we're going to do then. But you wanted your sun stick, right? Where is your sun stick? It's in my locker. You better go get it. So you could just leave the bridge, right? Yeah, I could just leave the bridge. I could say I need... Sorry, guys, I need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> or you need to check something in engineering. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So what's what's on the map? Where? Let's see. There's the bridge. And you want to go to the bunkhouse. Get my stun stick. Which is... In a locker. Oh, engineering is down at the end. Um, but you, you mean the locker in the bunkhouse, right? Mm-hmm. So you would go out and round the corner. Eh, he's probably so freaking out about everything he doesn't even notice. Mm-hmm. All right? So you make it to your quarters, you get your stun stick. What are you going to do now? I'll okay. Put it in my pocket. All right. I'm going to... I'm going to... When I see him coming, I'm going to say... What is that? And I'm pointing at the office. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, look over there! I guess that one still works. And by the way, in your pocket, we keep seeing the picture, right? I got the feeling like the stun stick was this long, but fine, you concealed it. I'm, I'm just being clear here. And then I zap him. You, fine. You get behind him, you zap him. Do we know what stun sticks do? I think it render unconscious. Oh, it's unconscious? We're sure of that? So no. Oh, I guess that's what the stun beads do. Short and innocent looking up this a debilitating pinfall and delivering shot to anyone who touches. What are the odds? Oh, touches the wrong end, right? What are the odds that that would come up right then? Um, Stun stick, um, debilitating. Well, that's not very specific, but fine. He's a weakling. He's a wimp. So, (laughs) and then he falls over. Fine. All right. Hewlett is now unconscious. The fighters have left. The helm is unlocked, but everything else is still locked for them. Oh, we'll have to say that ComTac is unlocked. Um, Somebody roll a 1d6. Actually, I'll roll a 1d6. I I have not rolled my dice this whole time. Four. Four hours until you can jump. All right. So this is what this is what we need. We have to tie him. We need to gag him. We need to tie him. We need to tape because it's voice activated. Oh. Yeah, but if we also if we tie him, he won't be able to use his arms. Yeah, we'll tie him up and gag him, and then apologize profusely and try to convince (laughs) him. (laughs) Well, then I think you know what we could do. What if we just did. A jump, a very short jump to right here. To a midway point? And, we'll, and just somewhere unexpected. No one will know we're there. We don't communicate to anybody. We just do a jump. Yeah, okay. All right. You know, that's still weak, though. Yep. Okay. All right. Um, so. They wouldn't expect us to land in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Or we could go to Rebutes. 
Well, for that matter, it seems to me they wouldn't expect you to go the opposite direction. They wouldn't expect you to only jump to to parsecs. Mm -hmm. Seems to me that's all sorts of surprised that they'd be. What did you say, Vlad, boss? We could also go to that red beats But people might see us there. The wrong people. That's true. Yeah, okay. So, um... You want to set a course and drop out... Here, but we said. still have to broadcast our course, though. Yeah, I'm just marking real quick. No. Let me now. As I'll far as other people there, uh, as far as broadcasting the course, it's my own fault. I've never clarified. It's not actually your jump course that you broadcast. It's your bearing. It's I'm going to be hitting that way. Yeah. That um, so that does not determine. You're not actually giving anybody your jump course. Just the course that you're going to be using as you head for jump. Again, I'm borrowing from Star Trek, the, the newer Star Treks, or the, the next gen and Voyager, where we see them rev up, they take off, and then they disappear into a sparkle of light or whatever. So all you're broadcasting is that direction that you're going. Oh. I don't even know if I need to do that, though. Oh, okay. It's not like we're in busy space. Space is huge. We could, because they, they don't know how far we're going. So it's not unreasonable to do it anyway, but it still would be less likely for them to find us. I wonder if somebody by observation or scans or anything can tell which way you're jumping. I mean, but I would, surely they could because if they see you going that direction and then you disappear into jump space, yeah, you'd be jumping. at least an approximate. All right, so if that long-range recon ship is watching when you guys leave, they'll at least know which direction you're jumping. So it's a good thing you're only jumping two parsecs. Mm -hmm. Unless they want to post somebody everywhere, but I know of somebody else who might attempt to do that as well. Mm -hmm. Dulos mm -hmm. might attempt to cast a net to find you if you try to go. So I think you're making the right move, personally. Yeah, I think we should do that. All right, we should uh, work on Hewlett during the jump week. Yeah? And our con links. And maybe the mink method Okay, well, I'm seeing a great place to stop here. We will say that four hours elapsed and you successfully jumped into jump space, you are heading for that penciled-in X there, and during the next week, you are going to be trying to get blood from a stone, um, or um, cooperate, co cooperation from a Hewlett anyway. And we might do something similar next time and talk about the things that were done, rather than try to plot it all out linearly. Um, but uh, yeah, we have... Ten minutes on the clock, so we're stopping at a very good point. Is there any reason why we should not stop here? Then I want to thank you, Tara, for your stuff at the table today. Thank you, Vlad. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Wesley. I appreciate every single one of you. And, yeah, the ending has begun.